Well, you know comedy's not good, right? Holy shit. This is breaking news. Mm-hmm. I mean, your comedy's not good, Sam. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Oh. Well. And now, Impolite Company presents The Lion's Den. Rawr! Yeah. <laughs> uh, spring of 2002, uh, my family was, uh, was watching Jeopardy. It was 3.30 on a weekday. I don't remember the exact weekday, guys. I'm not a genius, but... Uh, I know, I know that's what it was because we watched Jeopardy together every day when I got home from school, and uh, they announced that it, it, they're getting geared up for the next season of Kids Jeopardy. It's Kids Jeopardy, you know the one, uh, and that they were to sign up for auditions. Uh, they're going to do an online raffle. You you go to you go to www.jeopardy.com backslash kids. And you uh, sign your name up, and it goes into an electronic raffle, and they'll pull the names. You'll get an announcement. You'll get a phone call. Your parents will get a phone call saying, hey, your kid's been selected to come down for the audition. Here's the date. And so uh, we, were big, we were big Jeopardy heads in, in my house. And so uh, my dad turns to my brother and I and says, hey, uh, you guys are doing this. I'm like, cool. This isn't going to go well. Like, I'm not going to – like." There's like we're not gonna get selected, you know. Like 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 Brandy's been playing the lottery for 20 years. You know she hasn't won anything yet. As my my grandmother was Brandy, and uh, you know like 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 lotteries are just like you know they're they're a big government scam. I was a I was a weird 10 year old, you know. What do you want me to say? Uh, but he's like, nope, you're doing it. Go ahead and sign up. So my brother and I we both go go to www.jeopardy.com backslash kids and we uh, we sign up for the raffle and I'm like cool dad that was that was a good use of dial up can you uh can you plug the phone back in so I can keep calling girls that won't answer I was a weird 10 year old uh and two weeks later we we get notified that my brother and I have both been selected for the kids jeopardy audition we're both gonna get to uh go down to New Orleans uh to the Sheraton down there off Bourbon Street and uh audition for the show and dad's like cool guess what you nerds are doing all summer and so we spent the whole summer uh studying you're preparing for for the jeopardy audition and he had us uh go to the library and get a bunch of books on world history and geography science and uh math and literally just all these books we just have to read these books all summer i'm like this is not i'm not gonna make it on Jeopardy, this isn't gonna work. I like I appreciate that you want to meet Alex Trebek. I get that. That's dope. He's a cool guy. Seems like, but like I'm not gonna get on Kids Jeopardy. And he's like, I th- you know, if you put your mind to it, I think you both are very smart. You're very, you're very driven. I think if you just focus on this all summer, if you just give me all of your time this summer, I'm pr- I think we can make this happen. This could lead to some great opportunities for you. This could pay, you know, for college, for whatever. I'm like, what's college? He said, shut up. You live on a college campus. My dad never told me to shut up. He was a, he was a very good man. He's a very good man. Uh, so I'm like, cool, I'll do this. And so we spend the whole summer reading all these books, just studying, just like re- trying to just retain all this information in as if these were like the specific books on the study guide. Like this, like we got a syllabus 
from Jeopardy. And we didn't. Like, we didn't get any kind of issues like, hey, the topics could include blah, blah, blah. Be prepared. I'm like, all right. So, we, you know, we've got all these, like, you know, just general information books, all these different areas of knowledge. And so we spent all summer reading. You know, we did as we were asked. Really, you know, like, what the hell? Why not? It could lead to something. It's a fun story to tell. It's a nice experience. And so, uh, the, you know, the, the, the trip comes around. And uh, my grandfather comes from Beaumont to Huntsville to pick us up it's me and my brother and my mom and so we get in the car with papa and we just ride down to new orleans it was a nice, it was a nice trip you know it was a nice it was, it was a fun car ride with papa uh he told us a lot of stories i slept a lot probably uh and we get you know we get to new orleans we look for the sheraton uh it was on canal street the sheraton was on canal street and we uh we can't we can't get parking there there's no parking there's no you have to do valet parking papa's like i'm not paying for someone else to park my car and i'm like this okay and so we just drive around for like 30 minutes looking for a spot looking for a spot uh, keeps going up and down one way so i'm like cool this as a 10 year old i was like this seems like we're being a hindrance to other uh drivers but whatever it's not my car not my not my rules and so we found it we found a park he's he was papa was committed and we found a parking spot we didn't pay for it so we park we go into the sheraton on uh, canal street and we sign in and we go and uh we, we, we get my brother and I we get led into this this big like banquet hall you know down where all where all the conference rooms and everything are in Sheraton you've been to a Sheraton you know what I'm talking about uh, and there's all these other kids in there uh, I'm like cool when's Alex getting here and lady looks at me and says first off it's Mr. Trebek uh, second off he won't be here for this portion of the audition I'm like totally fair I get it he's busy Canada's far that's cool let's do this and so we sit in this big banquet hall, and my brother and I were sitting in, like, the front row. I'm like, oh, wow, they're going to, like, walk through and, like, just ask us questions, Jeopardy style. And just boom, boom, point at us, and we have to answer. And that's how we get selected. It's like Hunger Games before it's time. That's not how Hunger Games works, but you get what I'm saying, or you don't, but you're still listening. And so we sit down in the front row uh, next to this kid. I think his name was Patrick. It probably wasn't, but it might as well have been. Because Patrick... Uh, turns to us and says, uh, he, he turns to us and he says, hey, when, when, remember uh, when they ask the question, you hit the button first. And I think that I think that might be the first time something was white explained to me. Like that might be what that was because I just I look at Patrick and I just said I watch the show every day. I know how to play. Like he like, oh Patrick, I hope you're doing well. I hope you've uh, I hope you've grown up from that. I hope you're not. Uh, insufferable little punk anymore but like Patrick like he was very pretentious about it like he just like he just auditions for game shows every day and like we got this thanks for the heads up but you know my brother and I we know what we're doing my brother's like yeah it's like yeah my brother was my hype man back in the day uh and so we sit down and we're ready to start and then they just hand out uh all these answer sheets and then they just start putting questions up on this big projector at the front of uh the sheraton banquet hall b i think it was uh, i might have been named after a civil war general i can't remember which one somebody go to the sheraton on canal street and remind me and so it's just all these questions like okay we're just going to answer questions onto the booklet and they tell us that once we answer those questions then you know they'll look at those and whoever got like the highest percentage you'll then go on to a second round i'm like wow this is going to be a long day i already don't want to do this and but you know i'm ready i, I told my dad I, I would work hard all summer and i would give it my best shot and i'm here for it and 
uh, we, we start answering, answering the questions, and, um, it's a bunch of questions about Harry Potter, which, like, we weren't allowed to read Harry Potter, so I don't know how I was supposed to answer those questions, rude, uh, and then it was, like, questions about, like, uh, like, Alexander the Great's, uh, third most unknown food allergy and it's just all these really I, I was like oh yeah jeopardy's for like nerds like for like huge nerds like it like you gotta know a lot of information to get on jeopardy and i was like wow i knew this wasn't gonna go well but i'm here we've already taken the trip uh papa promised us pizza hut afterwards like i'm doing this and so you know, we, it's, it's like 80 questions on the test, and like six of them are about Harry Potter. I'm like, yo, do you have like a version for homeschooled kids? I wasn't around to read Harry Potter. Uh, and so we, 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 we answered the, uh, all the questions. Uh, we didn't, we, we, we didn't make it to the next round, surprisingly enough. I don't know what my percentage was on this, uh, this test, but I, like, I'd, it'd be generous to say that I got, 50% or better on this test, and, uh, like, I, I remember I, I answered, uh, the last question, I raised my hand, I said, I'm done, can I leave, and the, the, the proctor said, absolutely, and I turned to Patrick, and I said, see you, dude, uh, good luck on the show, and me and my brother, we left, and we went out, we found mom and papa, and we were like, hey, this, this was rough, can we get that pizza hut, and so we go, and just as promised, we go to a pizza hut, uh, yeah, I didn't. I get. I didn't make it. Uh, but uh, yeah, but I got the Pizza Hut was good. That was really good. why we didn't go to like uh, get like actual Cajun food. I don't know. Like we should have gone to like Oceana uh, or something. I, I should be like, hey, let's go to Oceana. Uh, right, right off Bourbon. I, I you know, I was. T I didn't know about Oceana. Yet. I didn't find out about Oceana uh, until spring break of 2011. 20. 12, wait, uh, that doesn't matter, sorry guys, I'm getting bogged down in details again, uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, that was my Kids Jeopardy story, that was my Alex Trebek story, uh, Alex Trebek is fighting stage 4 pancreatic cancer, it's very sad, it's, this one's hit me hard, like I said, you know, like, uh, Jeopardy was just a thing in my house, it was part of growing up, we, we would gather, it was something we did together as a family every day, is we would sit Monday through Friday, and we would play Jeopardy, my dad loved it, and he was very adamant about it, and he uh, the, the, he didn't take it easy on us. He's like, look, you guys, I want you to play, but we're going to, like, play. You know, you got to be in it. You got to answer correctly. And we kept, like, we kept track of our scores, and we would play Final Jeopardy along with uh, the rest of them that made it. I remember when Ken Jennings was on for, like, what, 37 days straight or whatever, uh, my dad was like, he was like, oh, just give, give me a chance against Ken, put me up on that, put, put me on that stage, put me on the podium next to Ken, I'll take his ass to school, I was, I'm, like, he would have done it, like, that, that, my dad was out here playing Jeopardy on the reg, you know, clearing 17 grand daily, like, easy, that was, like, a, like, like, 17,000 was, like, a low day for him, even if he won, if it was, like, that low of a number, he was not happy with his win, but, uh, I don't know, so, like, I, Alex Trebek's been, uh, in a way, a part of my family for a long time, and I, I wanna, I'm thinking about you, Alex, uh, we hope, we hope you get well, we hope you beat this, we're cheering for you, uh, pray to whatever God you believe in, or don't believe in, and just hope, just, you know, send out some good energy to my man's Trebek, uh, and let's hope he gets well. 
Hey guys, uh, this is Implied Companies, The Lion's Den. I'm your host, Sam Lyons. Thanks for tuning in today and listening. Uh, yeah, that was. I just wanted to start with, a, with that story like that and then just kind of slide through with some interesting things I saw. Uh, I, was, I was scrolling through uh, Facebook yesterday and you know I was, I was looking through articles. I was playing a little bit of a hyperlink wormhole I like to call it it's where you, you you click on an article that someone posts on Facebook and you read that and then you find a related article or like one that's in the comments or a pre- like if the article mentions a previous instance and they've got like a link to that you click on that and then you read that article and you just see how far down those uh, links will take you and so this one started with uh, so the, the the congresswoman in Arkansas who just dragged stand your ground laws to death like just like like serve them for the filth that they are uh during like a a congress session i don't know they're having like a like a, a hearing a debate before voting on stand your ground and she was giving it uh to them i need to find her name real quick and shout her out it was a uh, stephanie flowers uh arkansas senator from pine bluff and she just gave them hell uh for standing your ground and you know she talked about uh all the all the you know the, the black children that are uh at at risk with laws like this and and you know the how, how much higher the death rates are in states that have a stand your ground law are uh and and you know she she was successful they they shut it down and uh so I started with that article and then there was a link in that that led to the uh bus driver in Pennsylvania that told all the kids on the bus to go fuck themselves while she was drunk and driving and swerving in the school bus in the afternoon and she just pulled over at a gas station and just left them there like she let like she just left them in a Sunoco parking lot like it was just normal procedure uh she she like wouldn't let them off the bus they had to get out through the emergency exit and then she just took the bus keys and just tossed them to an attendant and just left, and it's a, like it's wild to me that like, that she would do that. You know, there's like there's video footage of all the kids freaking out on the bus, like rightfully so. Like that's a scary thing for kids. And then there's video of her just just walking down, just leaving the Sunoco and just walking across the street. Uh, and she, I but I don't know. Part of me kind of wonders like how often you know these stories happen and don't get reported like in this instance yeah the kids on the bus happen uh to have their cameras out and they're recording but like like how often across america and across the world does this just happen and like there's no story about it you know like the parents all hear about it you know they, they call the superintendent and they're upset and then the, you know the driver gets suspended or f- hopefully fired and that you know that's the end of it but you know sometimes the, the videos get out and so it becomes a news story uh and then I was like, "Wow, this is a real, this is a real bummer of a day. We're having to fight Castle Doctrine, and we got bus drivers just driving drunk and leaving kids at a Sonico parking lot of all places. That's so like high key disrespectful. Like those kids didn't even deserve to be left at a Seven Eleven. Do they have Seven Elevens in Pennsylvania? I don't know. Somebody from Pennsylvania, uh, let me know at Wu Tang Sammy on Twitter, or you can uh, Google uh, Impolite Company." And email us and uh, just let me know, and, and Chris will pass it on to me. Uh, but, and I was just like, this is a real bummer of a day. 
and then I found a link to an article where uh, people were upset that Wiz Khalifa uh, let his son ride the bus on the first day of kindergarten. And I looked, I was like, oh, this is going to be dumb. And so I go, to, I, I, I click the link and I go to the article. And, you know, like, you know, Wiz and Amber Rose's son, uh, Sebastian, goes by Dash, which first off, how cool of a nickname is that for a five-year-old? Dash Khalifa. Like, I, I know his last name's not Khalifa, guys. I know I know Wiz's last name isn't Khalifa, but Dash Khalifa would be a really good uh, rap name, it'd be, it, 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 you know, it, it'd be like, uh, like, like if Diggy Simmons was, uh, done right, anyway, uh, but yeah, and, like, all these people are just upset, talking about, oh, you rich, you got your son riding the school bus, what's up with that, and, like, like, Wiz posted a video, and was like, y'all need to chill, like, he's five, he wants to ride the bus with his friends, and, you know, I'm gonna let him ride the bus with his friends, and I 100%, uh, agree with that, you know, we, like, we can't simultaneously, you know, complain about kids growing up with money, like being spoiled, and then criticize parents at the same time who try to go out of their way to make sure that their kids aren't spoiled, to make sure that, uh, you know, they, they have as normal a lot of life as possible. Like, you think Dash just wants to get dropped off? Every day in some like stretch, stretch Bentley with suicide doors. Like, no, this kid wants to ride the bus with his friends. He wants to sit on the bus and, you know, talk shit about the first graders with his other little, you know, stinky nose picking, pants peeing kindergarten friends. And that's great. That's, you know, that's, an, that's, a, that's a great experience riding the bus with your homies. Uh, and yeah, so, so, you know, shouts to Wiz and Amber Rose for, you know, raising their kid uh, in the best way that they think they should, you know, like that's not your child, you need to mind your business, and then I was reading the article, and uh, it, it, it noted that this wasn't the first time uh, y'all y'all have come at them for some nonsense, and uh, like y'all really don't want to see these people live their lives, last year, uh, I guess Dash is a big Taylor Swift fan, and so Wiz and Amber like took him to meet Taylor Swift. They took him to a Taylor Swift show, and he got to meet her backstage. And I, I watched the uh, Instagram story from it, and it's the like it's without doubt the cutest thing uh, you've ever seen. I posted a link to it over on my Facebook. I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll post a link to it uh, in this episode as well. Uh, but you got like he's you know they're getting ready to go, and he's got he's all hyped up. He's got his jacket on. He's he's got his hair. His little, you know, yellow patched hair, looking like his dad on the, uh, you know, first Rolling Papers album, and uh, he's just so excited. He's saying, you know, maybe she'll bring me up on stage, and I can sing with her. And Wiz is like, man, you know all the words, you could do it instead of her anyway. And you, know, Dash was like, like his eyes are like, chill, Dad. Like, be respectful to Taylor. Like, you know, this is her show. I'm not here trying to steal her moment or anything. You know, this is her job. This is her profession. She's she's trained in this. I'm just saying, if she wanted somebody to come on stage and sing with her, it'd be dope. And so they're then the, the, the you got they're standing backstage, and he's got this big bouquet of flowers. He's gonna give to Taylor. And you know, part of me was thinking like, yo, dude, st- like like step off, my lady. But most of me was just like, really, uh, just I don't know, just happy to see this little this little this little black boy just so happy about life and like he gets he meets taylor swift and his fists are all clenched up and then it's like six videos uh of him like singing during the show this kid five years old knows every word to these taylor swift songs uh and people were upset in that too just like why y'all letting him listen to taylor swift why don't y'all make him listen to real music why don't you just mind your damn business stacy you know 
because it was probably Stacy Dash out here talking reckless. Uh, but no, like I, I think it's, I think it's great the, the way they're just you know letting their kid enjoy what he enjoys, and they're giving him opportunities to meet artists that he looks up to. That's such an amazing thing for a, like. Do you understand how? how Amazing that must be as a young child to meet an artist that you enjoy. You you know this person that you listen to their music every day. This music brings you such happiness, and then you get to meet them. Like that's gotta be that's that's such an incredible blessing. And then you get to go uh, on the bus and tell your friends about it the next day because uh, you don't have weird parents that make you ride in a limo. Like for real, y'all want this kid getting dropped off by a helicopter at kindergarten every day? Y'all want him getting his ass kicked? Like. Rev, like Rev Run made his kids take the bus. Like they took, like they took the bus to school every day. Like there's like there, there's like five or six episodes of Run's house that start with Rev like waiting for them to pick them up at the bus stop, and they'll be like, "Dad, what you doing here? I thought we were gonna walk." And then like they just have a conversation in the Bentley. Uh, but it's it, you know it's it's whatever. Let let Dash Khalifa be Dash Khalifa. Man, I, God, I hope he honestly. I hope he. Uh, I hope he becomes a, a country singer and keeps the name Dash Khalifa because so many of y'all will be so upset about that too. But I bet that I bet that boy's got mean bars on a six string. And speaking of uh, mean bars, let's take a minute and talk about some nice bars out there. Let's talk about some of the sponsors. Uh, let's, let's give a minute, give a shout out to the Crow's Nest over at seventy three thirty six Manchester. It's right, right there in the middle of historic Maplewood. Just. Uh, Right across from the Save-A-Lot, or I think it's Stooks now, uh, but it's, it's Crow's Nest. They're open seven days a week. You go in there. Uh, they've got a fantastic uh, drink menu. they got you know great bartenders there to keep you happy. They've got a delicious food menu. Uh, you can go in on the weekends and get the metal brunch. Talk about this every week. Go in there Saturday and Sunday and get that metal brunch in your belly. Uh, you can go in on Wednesdays. Check out Wild Card Comedy, the weekly open mic hosted by Papa Chris Sear and Uncle J.C. Sabala, uh, two very funny comics here on the scene. You know them well. Go check out the Crow's Nest. Get yourself, uh, get yourself a stag and a shot at Jameson at seventy three thirty six Manchester. Uh, and, and then the next day, when you're hungover, you're like, "Wow, I had a lot of uh, stags and shots of Jameson. I need, I need something to settle my stomach. And I need some, I need some good. I need, I need some good Mexican food in my belly right now." And you, you look at, uh, you look at your watch, and you're like, "Oh man, it's nine in the morning. Like, where am I gonna get? Uh, I gotta wait till like noon to go get lunch." Or, or I gotta go to you know get get some fast food like drive through Mexican. I'm not here to say names of any restaurants and ragam, but uh, you don't have to do either of those things. You can head right on over to Taco Circus. That's right, Taco Circus over at 4258 Schiller, uh, right there on the corner of Schiller and Morganford. Just a, a soft shell tacos throw away from the Bevo Mill. Uh, they're open. Wednesday through Monday, they open up at 8 a.m. every day, so go in there and get yourself some breakfast, get yourself some lunch, and then get yourself some dinner, too, all at Taco Circus. Uh, it's authentic Austin, Texas-style Mexican food located right there in the heart of South City, St. Louis. You can order it in advance. You can get there and order. You can do catering. They'll cater for you. They will cater a circus breakfast, a taco circus breakfast, not like a circus breakfast. Like It won't be like... Uh, the big top tent and clowns on unicycles, but it'll be some damn good breakfast because it's from Taco Circus. It's a taco. It's a circus. It's Taco Circus. Wednesday through Monday, forty-two fifty-eight Schiller. Uh, you know we've also got Fortune Teller Bar right over on Cherokee Street, just right here uh, in my neighborhood. 
2635 Cherokee Street. It's the Fortune Teller Bar. Open seven days a week. If y'all aren't hanging out on Cherokee Street, you need to be doing it. Come on over there. Get yourself a delicious drink. They make those with in-house bitters. Uh, you, you, you're sitting there. It's a, it's a nice, cozy environment. It's quaint. It's unique. Uh, it's an experience. And then you can also get your fortune told. You know what I'm telling you guys? They, they do it all. They do the tea leaves, poem readings, uh, tarot cards. They will, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you what's in the stars for you. You know, head on over. Get yourself a drink, get your fortune told, and just have yourself a great time. Uh, and you can slide right across the street over to 2634 Cherokee, because you know odds are on one side, evens on the other, and you can hit up El Chico Bakery. That's right, it's El Chico Bakery. Uh, they are also open Wednesday through Monday. You go in there, get yourself authentic Mexican-style bread, pastries, and pinatas. You go on the weekend, get yourself a tamale. It's El Chico Bakery. It's it's, it's just such a, such a quaint spot, such a, such a great menu they have there. Go in there, fill yourself up on doughy bread and pastries, and then you know soak it all in uh, at the bar. Just have yourself a great time. Uh, and check this out, guys. We've got a brand new sponsor. Uh, we've got King Edward's Fish and Chicken. That's over at 8654 Watson Road. Head on over to King Edward's. They are also open every day, Monday through Sunday. Open up at 11. Go in there, get yourself. Uh, you know, it's 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 counter service. You get fried chicken, fish. They got some great side dishes. Uh, slide on over there. You tell you know, tell them impolite company sent you. Tell them the Lions Den sent you. Tell them your heart sent you, and that your soul just woke you up and told you that you needed some some new great food in your life, and that the answer was in the stars. And you looked up at the stars, and the stars spelled out King Edwards Fish and Chicken. 2854 Watson Road and you're like wow that's a lot to make out in one set of stars that's more than like Big Dipper Little Dipper and Orion combined I'm only positive that two of those are actual uh, constellations I can't Orion's belt that's the third one but we're not talking about Orion's belt we're talking about King Edwards fish and chicken 8654 Watson Road head on over there check it out let them know we sent you just welcome them. Welcome to the welcome them to the impolite company family. Let them know they're crew now. They're they're part of the squad. Uh, yeah. So those are the sponsors. Big shout out to them. Love you guys. And you know what? Uh, speaking of love and speaking of impolite company, uh, guys, coming up we've got it's the third Friday of the month. This Friday, March fifteenth, which means it's time for impolite company's monthly stand up showcase right over there uh, at the Crack Fox. Another one of our fantastic sponsors, the Crack Fox at 1114 Olive Street. Uh, this is a fantastic monthly show that Chris Sear has been curating uh, for like four years now. Uh, it's just amazing. At month after month, he's just got a killer banger lineup. And you know what? I think this lineup is going to be his best one yet because you know who's on this month's Impolite Company? It's your boy. Me, like it's it's I'm I'm your boy, and I'm on the show. I'm gonna be featuring uh, for Jeremy Helwig, just a very funny comic here on the scene, fantastic showrunner. You know, he, he does Fatal Bus Accident uh, every month over at the Improv Shop, so you can go check that out. But if you want an idea of what you're gonna be in store, what's gonna be in store for you uh, at Fatal Bus Accident, you should first come to Impolite Company this Friday, March fifteenth. He's gonna be headlining. I'll be featuring on that show. The very funny Rich Braun uh, is. Gonna going to be hosting for us. Super excited about this, man. It's going to be a good time. Uh, it's at the Crack Fox at uh, 945. 
I know that's a little late for some of you old folks, but it's going to be a good time. You know what? It's going to be a fantastic time. Please come out and join us. Uh, tickets are $10, and two of those dollars are going to go straight to Planned Parenthood. They need all the help they can get, guys. Folks are still out here gunning for Planned Parenthood on the reg like they don't offer numerous services uh, to women, like just so, so many great health services offered by Planned Parenthood. So so part of your uh, pay is going to go straight to make sure they can keep continuing can continue to do the good work that they're doing so please come out to the crack fox uh join us for a show stay afterwards for karaoke because uh we, we always we always close the night out with karaoke until 3 a.m that's right that's going to be dj by the very talented jen stuvey just one of the honestly one of the best karaoke djs here in st louis if you're not going to her karaoke nights you need to be she's there at the crack fox doing karaoke every tuesday night and of course this friday after impolite company march 15th please come out and join us for this show it's gonna be a fantastic time what else is going on i'm uh i'm very uh i'm low-key hungover right now uh it's 5 45 uh on saturday morning right now as i'm recording this i, I woke up at like 4 just you know, like that that when you you got like a good buzz going. Like I didn't, like I didn't get like trashed or anything. I went out and I got uh, dinner with some folks I used to work with at a previous job. We got some food. We ordered some margaritas, uh, of course, and uh, you, you know we we asked for medium margaritas uh, on on the rocks. And the the waiter looked at us and he said, uh, "You want the two for one?" And we're like, "Yeah, for sure, we want the two for one." And he's like, "Okay, we only have that in the large." Like, well, I guess we're getting large margaritas and bring us those large margaritas, you know. And so these, they bring us these like twenty ounce uh, margaritas, and uh, I, I, I drank both of those because it's too like I'm, I'm gonna get my money's worth, you know. Uh, the, the girls I was with, they didn't, they 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 got one apiece because they both got strawberry margaritas, uh, so they were able to get away with that and have that as the two for one. Uh, I had to do all the work myself on my end of the table. It was, it, was, it was a good time, uh, and so I wasn't, you know, like, we weren't, we weren't you know, in these streets, like, hammered or anything, but, you know, I had, had a good, solid buzz uh, going, and I headed home, and I just, I, I called it an early night, and then I, just, I just woke up at four, just like, <gasps> like, like I'm taking my first breath of life, like, you're on Greyjoy after he, uh, after he is, is drowned and baptized as the false king of the Iron Islands, you know, that's how I felt, and yeah, that's right, we're gonna talk about it, Game of Thrones, season 8, the final season, comes out April 14th, I'm, like, gigantic, stupid, stoked, excited for this, it's gonna be great, uh, this is only gonna be my second season of Game of Thrones watching live, because, uh, I, I started watching the show when season six started, and I, I, I knocked through it as fast as I could. Uh, I, I think I finished season five right before the season six finale, and then I had to go back through and watch all of season six. I watched season seven live, and now the the final six episodes, guys. This is it. Some of you have been with this uh, for eight years. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you went through that hell every single year of getting ten episodes. Of just great, uh, just just ten episodes of just fantastic content, and then just having to wait a year, sometimes more, before you get to see what's coming on next. Like, like don't forget, like season seven came out in twenty seventeen. Like we've been waiting like a year and a half for 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 season eight. And this is gonna be it's worth it though. It's only six episodes, um, but they are all slated to be. 
feature film length. So that means every Sunday, every single Sunday uh, from April 14th uh, all the way through, that's going to be May 19th. You are just going to get a new Game of Thrones movie. And, you know, and it's good. They, they owe us that because uh, season seven was kind of weak. In, you know, in, my, in my humble opinion, it was, it was just seven episodes. It was shorter. It was very rushed, it felt like. I understand they were probably doing that to set up a lot of pieces for season eight because, you know, this is the final season. This is the end of an era. They don't want to waste any time. They just want to bring us all the content they can. So I'm, I'm fine with season seven being a, a, a little hurried. You know, it was still better than season five, of course. Uh, but, no, this, these last six episodes are going to are gonna be fantastic. There's a lot of questions got to be answered. I'm not going to talk about it because some of you nerds probably still haven't watched it yet. Uh, just, watch, just At this point, just wait until it's over. So I think I've said this before. It's going to end May 19th. Uh, you should wait. If you haven't seen it yet, you should wait until uh, June 2nd. Give everybody... You know, give everybody two weeks to to have all their hot takes and their funny memes, and just don't just don't pay attention to any of it. And when June second hits, just start watching from season one, episode one. Uh, winter is coming, uh, because as soon as you start watching the show, you're gonna immediately be at least partially clued in to any like just slight reference people make to the show, and you don't want to have anything spoiled for you. Uh, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time, and then maybe we can finally get the. Uh, Get the last two books, I guess, we're waiting for. I don't know. I want to sit here like I've been waiting on A Song of Ice and Fire to finish. You know, I've, I've read the first book. I read Game of Thrones, and I tried to read uh, A Clash of Kings, and it was just very slow. So I just slid on over to the show and got on that bandwagon, and I'm super excited. I, I did. Game of Thrones, they're not a sponsor of this show, but they should be. Like, I wouldn't say no. I'd be happy to have them. Uh, so, 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 so watch that. Let's see what else. Oh yeah. Uh, the, uh, let's see, March 21st, the third Thursday, March 21st, yours, mine and ours is returning. Uh, we took February off bit of a hiatus as we reslated some things, but we are ready to hit you back with the ha ha's and please ha- come join us at our new home. Uh, the heavy anchor is going to be hosting us. Uh, we're very excited to work with them. Josh and Jody just have just such a great, venue running over there so supportive of local art you know music comedy improv everything so we're super excited to uh, be joining them for the next years mine and ours uh this month i'm gonna have a special guest host gonna be the very talented very funny and very dear friend of mine angela smith please do not miss this episode it's gonna be a great show angela and I co-hosting uh jc sabala is gonna be headlining for us and then also on that show, we've got Hillary Anger, Casey Paulson, Purdy B. Guys, it's going to be a great time. These are all some very funny comics here on the St. Louis scene. I've gotten to work with them a lot uh, in the time that I've been here. This is going to be a great time. Please come check out this show. Join us for an evening. Uh, it's $5 to get in. Show side, it's free to just hang out in the bar uh, and drink. It's not free to drink. Like you got to pay for your drinks. But if you just want to be bar side, that's cool. If you want to be like some fucking dork, not enjoying the best comedy of your life, then sure, stay on the bar side. But if you want just a great night of laughs and hilarity, come to pay the five dollars. Come join us. Uh, Pat Ryan will be working the door. Give Pat your five dollars, or give him ten, or whatever. Uh, he'll give you change. 
and just take a seat and just join us for all these laughs. It's going to be a great time with Angela co-hosting with me this month. And then, like I said, uh, we've got J.C. Sabala headlining, Casey Paulson, Hillary Anger, Purdy B, Heavy Anchor, Josh, Jody. Hang out afterwards, play some pinball, uh, play some video games. Play some shuffleboard. They, they got, they've got one of those like shuffleboard tables that, that you St. Louis bar kids love so much. They're really cool. It's a fun time. It's 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 a, just a great place. Just be, get over to the Heavy Anchor if you haven't yet. And if you haven't yet, a comedy show is the perfect time to do it. You know, so many successful shows there. Uh, and, and another one coming on March 21st. It's yours, mine, and ours. Hosted by me, Sam Lyons, and my special guest host, Angela Smith. So get on over and see a show. I miss you guys so much when you're not around. I just spend my days just thinking I wish the audience was here. You know, I, I, I come on here every week and I just I just spit these words out into the microphone. Uh, and, and then Chris listens to it and makes sure I, I, I didn't violate the, the terms and conditions of Tesla. I don't know why I said that. Uh, and then he, he puts it out and you guys listen to it. And I think you enjoy it. I'm pretty sure you guys are having a good time. I'm having a, a good time. You know it would be a great time if you joined us uh, this Friday, March 15th for Impolite Company at the Crack Fox and then Thursday, March 21st at Heavy Anchor for yours, mine, and ours. Come out and see a show. All right. Uh, let's see, before we go, uh, you guys are listening to this, uh, it's, it's gonna be, uh, March 11th when you're listening to it, or later, if, you know, you happen to, if you don't see the link on March 11th, cause you weren't looking for it, but you see it on, like, March 14th, that episode's not going anywhere, anyway, like, you're still gonna be listening to it, but, uh, I'm recording this Saturday, March 9th, uh, it is, of course, the, uh, the anniversary of the death of, uh, the Notorious B.I.G., uh, so just want to take a minute to shout out the king. Really was like even when when I was a kid, uh, even when I wasn't like allowed to listen to rap, I had to like low key sneak and listen to it. You know, and so the only Biggie song I knew was Juicy. I was, I, it was still such an amazing. You know, never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Uh, it was it was such a great song. I just I just knew this guy was good at what he was doing. And then when I found out that he was dead, I was like, oh, that's that's sad. You know, he'd already been dead for some years by the time I really was able to grasp it. Uh, but no, he was you know he was a legend in the game. He was other you know Biggie, Tupac, Easy E, all of them were just just such true artists in what they did uh it was, it was a sad day to lose them uh it's a sad day to think about it but we're not gonna think about it. we're just gonna celebrate uh so i'm gonna be listening to a lot of old school hip-hop today a lot of biggie a lot of tupac some nwa a little naughty by nature uh you guys should do the same even though it's march not march 9th when you're listening to this uh you can still shout out to the man's christopher wallace from bever stuyvesant the livest one uh, yeah, hey, come to Impolite Company this Friday, and afterwards we'll do karaoke. I'll do a bunch of Biggie songs, you know, as in what, whichever ones Jen has in the library, I will do them. I'll do all of them in a row. I'll just sign up under like eight different names and do, oh, don't do that. Sign up under your own name, and you know, she will, she'll get to you in due time. Everybody's going to get a turn. It's a great time. This is just another plug for me to tell you guys uh, to come check out Impolite Company's monthly stand-up show this Friday, March 15th at the crack fox uh please please join us for that uh take take a take a shot for biggie 
And you know what? While we're at it, uh, take yourself a uh, take yourself a shot for Bow Wow. It's his birthday. Uh, you know, happy birthday to the man. He's 32 years old today. I know if you guys listened to last last week's episode uh, with Justin Luke, uh, I, I mentioned uh, that it was March 9th was Bow Wow's birthday. And just like, why are you just out here knowing Bow Wow's birthday? Like, I was I was a huge Bow Wow fan, you know, growing up. Like that, that was pretty much the only rap I could listen to as a kid was Lil Bow Wow and Lil Romeo. And even like when Bow Wow like dropped when he dropped a Lil. And the next, uh, that fourth album came out. Uh, my dad was like, "Hang on, let me listen to this because he's dropped that Lil." I just want to make like my dad was taking that seriously. He wanted to make sure that the uh, the content was still uh, passing his 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 bar for success, and it was not. It was not. I was not allowed to listen to Bow Wow's fourth album, uh, but I listened to Unleashed all the way through for like a year. I knew. Every word to that album, and on that album, he's got a song called uh, "When I Turn 18," and he says in the song, "Ninth day of the third month, it's on." And because I have pretty good, you know, reasoning skills, I'm pretty uh, deductive in that. I was able to realize that you know that means March 9th is his birthday. Uh, so yeah, ha- happy birthday, Bow Wow! Uh, rest in power, Biggie. Uh, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please come back next week for an all-new episode of Implight Company's The Lion's Den. Uh, also stay tuned for the weekly episodes from Chris Sear for Implight Company Classic. And Fridays for Yale Hollander. That's right. Yale Hollander is back with the Impolite Coffee Break every Friday. So tune in. Uh, keep listening to us. Uh, shout us out if you got questions. Hit me up if, if you know if you want me to talk about anything on the show. I'm on Twitter at Wu Tang Sammy. I'm on Instagram at Wu Tang Sammy. I'm on uh, Cash App Dollar Sign Wu Tang Sammy. Uh, you 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 can email us impolitestl at gmail dot com. Uh, send any questions you have, and you know Chris will pass those on to me, and I'll either address them on the show. Uh, or I'll ignore them. Uh, but no, please, thank you guys so much for listening. C- please keep listening and tune in again next week. All right, love you so much.